This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Happy Hour listeners. I hope you enjoyed these throwback episodes of Happy Hour. We'll be back with new episodes very soon. Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm Allie. And welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning into our first couple of podcasts last week. I mean, we really did have a great time talking to Peter and Demi, and we hope you guys had a chance to listen to our special emergency podcast. We had to like record it like last minute because we wanted to get you breaking news, and that was with Jed, and we posted it on Friday. So if you haven't listened to that yet, check it out. Jed was really honest with us, and it definitely gave me new perspective to the story. I'll just say that. And I just want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in to what Jed had to say. I know it was it was pretty split 50-50 on people's opinions regarding Jed, but thanks to you guys for subscribing and downloading the episode. Bachelor Happy Hour was actually number one Woo-hoo! podcast 
almost all weekend. And that's pretty amazing because we just started this whole thing. I know. And like, we definitely have a lot of kinks that we need to work out. We do. We're just trying (laughs) to figure it all out. So bear with us, but we really appreciate you guys listening. And we have a great podcast today. I mean, we're really excited because we are talking to the one and only Hannah. It's funny. That's right. Like, um, I have been dying to talk to her about so many things. And, you know, I know, Rachel, you know this too. She's really close to Demi, who Mm -hmm. is going through a huge journey in paradise right now and I'd love to hear um what Hannah has to say about everything no I'm curious too I love their friendship and and I know both of us being past leads and having been on the bachelor too we know what it's like to develop those close friendships as you're going through this entire journey and and in regards to Demi we found out this week that she's been dating a woman prior to coming on the show and I feel like as a franchise we're entering some new territory here and I'm wondering what this all means for the bachelor franchise and I guess my question is, will this change the future of the show? I mean, I hope it does for the better. You know, I think it's great. Uh, So we're going to get into all of that. Plus, we're going to talk to Hannah about her life after the show and find out what is next for her. It's funny because we started this podcast at the right time. I mean, right in the middle of the finale, this was an epic finale, uncharted territory. And now Paradise is looking like it's going to be the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks really good. I don't know about you, but watching the past couple of nights, I feel like I was sweating while watching. So much was going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but first, we have to talk about that Jed interview the other day. Um, I really want to know your take on it, Rachel. And that's coming up in just a minute right after this. All right. Hey, guys. So Jed sat down with us last Friday for his first in-depth interview since After the Final Rose. And we got a lot of feedback from you guys, um, the listeners, on what you thought of the interview. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, and and paying attention to what people were saying on social media and just in the reviews, it seems like people were fairly split in regards to their response of Jed's interview. And so we, we we got some feedback. And so we want to read back from some of the listeners who wanted to comment on that interview. And at gotta run 44 from Instagram said, quote, listened, I'm a 64 year old Nana here and I'm with you. Grace to Jed. I'd die if my 20s were plastered on media sites. We've all made Big mistakes. That's right. I agree. I'm glad my 20s were not on this show. It's funny. I I listened back to that interview that we did. And, uh, you know, I agree with the split reviews. I agree that maybe we could, like, Rachel, you were were pretty lawyer-esque on him, which I love about you. But I agree I could have been harder on him at places. So we hear you guys were listening and uh, we appreciate all of your feedback. Um, So then uh, another person wrote and it's at GA4AU wrote, I am in no way trying to be a bully, but I listened to your podcast and I felt like Jed was still lying to y'all about things. I don't think he is authentic at all. I think people would respect him more if he would just be, if he would be completely transparent. I just didn't get that vibe at all. I have to agree. I didn't either, but we could talk about that later. I know. I guess the thing is, like, it was hard. Like, Rachel, because that was an emergency podcast, you called in. But, like, I have to say there is something a little bit different about sitting across from somebody and looking them in the eye. And you just get a different vibe. Like, I feel like when I listened back to it, I was like, oh, he doesn't sound sincere. But when I was sitting in front of him and looking at him, he did. I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard. And no, you're you're right, Ali. It is hard. And I think what people don't understand is we are stuck in a place of we're trying to ask the tough questions, but at the same time, we're being professional. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't just 
ream him or go in on him. We have to conduct this as an interview. And I know I felt like I was stuck in a place of being wanting to be ruthless, but then trying to be professional at the same time. Okay, one more. Anya emailed us at happyhour at bachelornation.com and you guys can do the same. If you have any questions, any comments, please make sure you email us at happyhour at bachelornation.com. But Anya said, I just wanted to thank you all or to thank you for a great interview with Jed. You really cleared the air with him, and I and I love that you ask real questions that challenged him. I love your interview style and how real you are. Keep up the good work. Thank Thanks, you, Anya. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> we do appreciate it. And look, and like we've been saying, you know, the past couple of minutes, we get that there was different opinions and that, you know, some people felt we were too easy on him. Some people, well, really, the people thought I was too easy on him, <laughs> too nice to him. <laughs> but, you know... I hope that people understood, and this is one thing where I saw a few comments that people thought maybe we weren't, you know, being fair to Hannah. I want you guys to know that in that interview and just in life, and hopefully here today on this podcast, we have nothing but the utmost respect for Hannah. Um, And just giving Jed some grace doesn't mean that we're not saying that we're not you know, on Hannah's team. It's all about Hannah in that situation. It was we were just trying to give Jed a platform to tell his side. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You know, it just because we're giving someone op- an opportunity to tell their side of the story or to ask tough questions doesn't mean that we agree with them. It just simply means we are conducting an interview because that is what we do on pot on a podcast. You know, you ask questions and relevant, you know, to what's going on in Bachelor Nation. And as much as you don't want to admit it, Jed was relevant at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's like, I don't know, Rachel, when I listen back to it, I remember at one point where he was talking about uh, the doc and the first time we asked him about it he said that he was just just talking like bs and then the second time we asked him about it he told us about the meditation thing right um if you guys don't know what we're talking about go back and listen to that podcast but i was like oh like when i listened back to it, i was like i wish that i called him on that like i wish that i said hey wait a second you just said you were talking bs so it's funny you look back and you can even critique yourself like we're just having fun we're just girls with some wine and some microphones trying to you know have a little bit of fun get some answers for you guys and you know, sometimes we're going to miss things, but hopefully not always. Hopefully no. we'll really get into it well. <laughs> I, I, It's funny you mentioned the doc reference because I totally Googled that and I couldn't find anything in regards to what he was talking about at all. <laughs> Maybe he made but it up. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I wonder, Allie, because, you know, you said you've had time to listen to the interview that we had and you were able to reflect on it. How do you feel like coming into the interview with Jed? Did you feel any different coming out of that interview? Did your thoughts on Jed change in any way? I mean, yeah, I think I felt I felt for him after the interview more so than I did going in. I mean, I always kind of felt for him a little bit um, just because, as I explained in that podcast, I I feel like I was in his shoes in a way. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think having a sit down conversation with anybody that feels remorseful, you're going to feel a little bit better about them coming out of it. How did you feel? I felt like I I didn't believe Jed coming into the interview and after the interview. I didn't believe him even more. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I was really trying to be professional in that interview because there were so many things that I felt like I could pick apart in what he was saying. But at the same time, I still stand by the grace aspect of the interview. And I do right. stand by not kicking somebody while they're so down. And I do appreciate that we were able to have that important conversation about mental health and the attacking people on social media. Yeah. But and I do believe that in 
that world, on this journey, he loved Hannah. I do believe that. But I do wish that, remember we were asking him about the comments of mm -hmm. him liking and he gave that pitiful explanation. Oh, come on. I've totally done that before. Allie, he I did it more than once. Oh, he did? I didn't know Yes, that. I went back and I looked and I'm like, mm, okay, once, get it. Twice, mm, not so much. So there were certain... <laughs> Oh, if he did it more than story. once, then yeah, then that's that's probably not true. But overall, I'm I'm happy with the way that we conducted the interview as a whole, and I think that we were respectful and professional, and that's how you should be sitting in our in our seats because we know what it's like to be picked on and to be praised. Totally, and I I like that you brought up the mental health aspect because I feel like that's a good segue into Bachelor in Paradise because mm. <laughs> mm. lots went on <laughs> and is. Angry as I am right now after watching, you know, four hours of the show, by the way, four hours every week. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. But after watching everything with Blake, I have to like dig down deep into like my soul and remember to give him grace. I am very upset with him and I'm going to say many things, but we have to remember again, everybody out there when we're talking about Blake, he is a real human being. He's obviously very stressed about everything went down. So I think I say we get into it, Rachel. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so first, what do you think about the cast? Um. Okay, so I think it's a little slim pickings on the side of the men. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I, I think that, and the men have the power, you know, yes. as, we're, as we're watching this week, they have the power to choose. I think but because the, it's slim pickings, they had to have the power. Yeah, first. they did. I mean, the women are stunning, mm -hmm. beautiful. And you can see it in, in the way that the men are responding to them as one by one, they continue to walk on the beach. I, I do find interesting that it's very clear. There's like a hierarchy in Paradise. I feel like more than other seasons, you've got the king and the queens of Paradise, mm -hmm. and then other people just are getting no attention whatsoever. And I feel like that there's a bigger disparity in that this season than, than in normal seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, Blake is one of those kings of Paradise right now. They keep re referring to him as the Bachelor of Paradise I because know. all the girls are into him. So, I mean, let's, oh gosh, Blake, I was so upset watching the situation with Kaylin and Christina and like especially when Kaylin like broke down in tears to him and was just like I was your dirty secret and you were texting other girls when we were in bed like it broke my heart I literally cried watching the episode because I've been her and I know there are so many other women out there who have been in that situation who have been made to feel that way by a man and I think Blake showed remorse but this is my problem Rachel do you remember when he was like sitting down doing the interview and uh -huh. he was crying and he he broke down sobbing and I felt for him in that moment, but I don't think he was crying because he genuinely, maybe he feels a little bit bad, but when he really broke down, it was like my family, my reputation. Like, uh -huh. I think he was crying because he knows no more innocent Blake. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, Alec, I couldn't agree with you more now. I disagree on Kaylin because this is what I, you bring up a very interesting point when you talk about tears. Tears don't mean that somebody's remorseful. It, it, a lot of times it could be embarrassed. It could be that they, they got caught and they're shamed. And I agree with you that that's what we were seeing with Blake. Now get ready for the beat button. Okay. Because I'm going to have a few choice words here. Oh man. I'm nervous. What the was Blake oh thinking? That's, that was literally my thought because I, I was such a fan of Blake. He was my favorite from Becca's season. Me too. I my heart was broken when he didn't when she didn't choose him and I've been rooting for him and just a proponent of Blake ever since. 
Now here comes Blake walking into paradise thinking he's the man. Obviously this, this bachelor of paradise thing really got to his head even before he walked on the beaches of paradise. Now, I don't, the reason I say, what was Blake thinking? How could he not think that that dirt that, that he, you know, all that drama he created before wasn't going to follow him into paradise. Have you watched any show on The Bachelor? And now you think that you were just going to end it because you were, quote, trying to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. No, Blake, you were trying mm-hmm. to, as I think, can't remember who it came out with, Christina, or if it came out with um, Kaylin, that he said, you know, she felt like, I think it was Christina when she was talking to Tasha, And Christina said, you know what? I feel like, or Tasha said, it sounds like he was trying to kind of tie up loose ends before he walked into paradise. Totally. Literally. He told Christina about Kaylin uh, right before coming on the show. It's exactly like he even, he said, I think to one of the guys, maybe Willis, he was like, oh, I guess I didn't tell her soon enough. Well, yeah, if you didn't tell her and then waited till a few days before coming on paradise and then told her, I'd say you didn't tell her soon enough. And I, th- and I think he's just being so naive and dumb to think that you can have relations with a woman and that no feelings are going to be attached. I think for Blake, it was, hey, I'm out here. I'm, I'm fun. I'm trying to have a good time and Kaylin probably tried to play it cool but I have never met a female who can be intimate with a man and not have feelings attached so that's Blake's bad for not realizing that well especially because they dated for so long they FaceTime three times a day I don't believe that now here's this is where we disagree okay so yeah because you said you weren't sure about Kaylin back up there where what are you saying I don't 100% believe Kaylin because here's my thing. You got to not listen to what people say. You got to watch how they move. And I watched how Kaylin moved this week throughout Paradise. You know, she comes in. She literally came in as Hurricane Kaylin, right? She she was intentional. I do believe that she and Blake agreed. OK, you know what? What happened before Paradise stays out of it. But she came immediately, guns a-blazing, ready to tear s- stuff up and mess mess Blake's life up, which I kind of believe Blake when he was caught off guard and didn't think that was that was fair of her or Christina to do. I'm but with you. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I do think that she and Blake, Kaylin and Blake came to an understanding that it was not going to be talked about here. And then she kind of blindsided him and talked about it here. But I don't think that was her plan. I think mm. she thought she I think she thought she could come in and be all cool. She got there, saw him, realized she still has crazy feelings for him and just lost it. Let me tell you what Hurricane Kaylin did. <laughs> Hurricane Kaylin came in. And she said, you know what? I just want to lay it all out here. I just want to tell him like it is. I just want this secret to be out. Girl, then why didn't you go up to Blake and just confront him and figure out how y'all wanted to navigate paradise so you could clear the air? Instead, she wanted to divulge their private information to any ears that would listen and any camera that would film her. She told uh, Anyeka, she told Wells, she told, told Sydney. You gotta remember what it's like to be in the Bachelor world. She was walking around the beach telling anybody that would listen. And then I did not like that she told Christina's business. Now, granted, I'm biased. Okay, Christina's my girl. But don't you think it was Christina's business to tell that she slept with Blake? That wasn't Kaylin's business to tell. Kaylin said, oh, I slept with him. And oh, by the way, the night before, so did this girl. Rather than this could have been like a, a women empowerment moment where once you saw Christina come, you guys could have confronted him together. You could have teamed up and confronted Blake rather than you were kind of talking shit about Christina 
and Blake instead of confronting the people who were involved. And then you say you felt so bad for Taisha, yet you never went to Taisha to tell her. But she I, I don't understand that she w- didn't want to be the one to paint Tasia's opinion. Like, I just don't think that we can be so mad at Kaylin. Like, Kaylin, in my opinion, is the victim here. Um, and Christina. Uh, I do. I, I think that they're a victim of a guy that messed with them, played with their hearts. Play, like, it, both Christina and, and I don't think she was trying to b- just say something negative about Christina. She was very clear that he, that Blake messed with both of them and how that was wrong. But don't you think that, wouldn't you be upset, Ali? But she didn't Ali, know Christina if, was coming. But wouldn't you, that doesn't make it any better. Wouldn't you be upset if someone told people that about your relations with another man? Yeah, I guess without right. your she, maybe without your permission. Name. I think it maybe was she messy. Have used the name. It was, and I'm not excusing Blake. Let me just be clear. I think what Blake did is wrong, and I think Blake was stupid to think that that wouldn't follow him into paradise. He knew Christina was coming. He probably had an idea that Kaylin was coming, and then let's not even talk about that. He was talking to Hannah G before as well. So Blake is wrong in how he handled this whole situation. But I don't think Kaylin's hands are clean in this. She she is being vengeful. She's upset with the way that Blake treated treated her and rightfully so. I she say should be, be vengeful, upset. girl. Throw him mm-hmm. under the bus because he screwed you over. Like okay, that's so, just how I feel. <laughs> well let's stay let's stay on the Kalen train. Okay. Because we got we had four hours of Bachelor in Paradise to watch this week. Yeah. And <laughs> every um, week. <laughs> Kalen spent the majority of her time talking stuff about Blake, right? Rather than getting to know other people, which kind of backfired because oh here we are it's the night of a rose ceremony and all of a sudden she's spent so much time talking about Blake and that drama that it's like who's going to give you a rose because it's definitely not exactly (laughs) now 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 let's go back to what I was saying about unclean hands and being manipulative now, was that not the most manipulative move for her oh, to kiss? Oh, everybody does that in Paradise. Um, it's That's I, one of my problems with Paradise is we see people listen. going in and trying to get kisses and it's gross. I never thought I would say this, but poor Cam. Cam's like, I've been waiting. this. I've been wanting to come meet Kaylin. This has been, you know, I'm so excited for this. And Kaylin is just playing him like a fiddle, talking about, who are you? Who are you? I bet next week Kaylin doesn't pay, to give two seconds of attention to Cam. I'm you know, with you. I'm with talk you. about talk about just trying to like pity roses since that was a narrative that surrounded Cam. It it was really sad and it was manipulative. And I'm telling you, well, you gotta what about watch JPJ the, and you Anika. That you you're telling me that wasn't also the same situation. They're bras. <laughs> they're just friends. I mean, the, there, there's nothing that kiss, romantic. I was cringing. Like I was just like, oh, that this is also that situation. So I don't think we can blame Kaylin for that because I think everybody does that on Paradise when they realize they're in jeopardy. Mm. We see these desperate attempts at getting roses, and I feel like she will not be the first and she will not be the last to do it. Uh, but yes, I agree that was not great. Okay, let's let's switch gears really quick because um, another thing that I just think is so worth talking about and really, you know, we briefly mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but it's just Demi. Demi, you know, being open and honest about her relationship with a woman before came, coming on the show and about who she chooses to love. I feel like this is so huge for Bachelor Nation, not only Bachelor Nation, but just our culture in general. Bachelor is so ingrained in our culture. So I feel like it's so great that this storyline is coming out on the show. Yeah, what I like about it is it's reflective of real life. A lot of times the Bachelor franchise gets knocked because 
the what we see on TV doesn't reflect real life. Right. And it is very real for someone to have a relationship with the same sex. And so I love that we're going to see Demi explore this uncharted territory that we've never seen in the Bachelor franchise. And I think that it also takes a really strong person to be the first to do it. And so that's why I'm glad it's going to be Demi. Because mm-hmm. Demi, even though she's one of the youngest people, she represents herself so well. She is so well-spoken. She I knows agree. who she is and she is very aware. And sadly, we don't see a lot of that in Bachelor franchise. And so Demi is the right person to be able to to do this and to stand on this platform. And so I'm so excited to see her journey and, and to see where it takes us. Absolutely. Like in the teaser um, at one point, I can't remember exactly when it was, but we see that she it does end up with or not end up with, but she at some point is with a woman mm-hmm. uh, in paradise. So we're going to see her journey. And, you know, she was seeing Derek and then at some point she's seeing a, a woman. So I think it's really cool that we're going to see both sides of it. And I agree. I think Demi's the perfect person to um, to do this because she is so well-spoken. Like, I love how uh, when Annalise was talking about confronting Kay, Demi was just like, hey, why did you do that? Like, yeah. and she's just, I love how just straightforward she is. I it's love no it. BS with her. It's right to the point. And I think she is going to just show herself, really make herself proud this season because yeah. she's doing an incredible thing for so many young men and women not even young, young, old, man, woman, whoever you are, she's going to not only help people, but I think she's going to save lives telling her story. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we only got a tease of what's to come in regards to Demi's journey in paradise. And so I want to see if we can get some more inside scoop. So I'm so excited that we actually get to talk to her best friend about Mm -hmm. this entire situation, because from what we can see, Hannah came to Paradise. She got to talk to Demi, and I'm sure she knows a little bit more than what has been shown, too. So maybe we can poke her a bit and find out more about what's going on with Demi. And we're going to talk to Hannah in a bit. She'll be on the phone with us, but right after this. We are so excited to have Hannah with us on the phone. Hannah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. Now, we've been talking about you before we've had you on the podcast, so it's nice to actually have this sit down and interview you. And don't worry, it's been all positive things because we're fans say, over here. My ears don't worry, are burning. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. But one of the things we were talking about before you jumped on the phone, obviously Paradise, that started this week, and there's a lot to get into when it comes to that. But one of the big conversations is Demi, and we know that that's your best friend. So Mm -hmm. tell us about your friendship with Demi, because I think one of the beautiful things that comes out of this entire Bachelor franchise are the friendships that you develop that kind of surprise you along the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will definitely say my friendship with Demi surprised me a lot because the first night I met Demi, she scared me, to say the least. I was like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) she was she was just so over the top. I mean, that first night at Colton's, um, um, when we met each other all at the first night, um, Colton's season. And I was like, okay, I'm staying away from that girl, which is so funny now that she's like my best friend. And I was like, I don't know, not, not really feeling this thing, but I was terrified. The first few days I did not talk to anybody, which is now, crazy because I was then the crazy girl on that show but um 
I don't remember exactly how we started talking. I think we went on a group date together, and then we just, like, fell in love with each other. Like, okay, we're going to be best friends. We're going to take over the world. I I think I started, like, kind of letting my personality out a little bit more, and then we just buddied up from there. And I was like, okay, this girl is so cool, so funny, and it's not, I thought she was kind of like putting on a show. And I think a lot of people think that like, because she has this, this bold personality and she just says whatever she's thinking, people think it's just for her to get attention, but it's not, it is, that is her. That's how she is all the time. And I thought the same thing until I was with her all the time and realized that that's just who she is. And I will give her credit to, um, even helping me along my journey of just being able to kind of break the mold that I tried to put myself in of just always trying to say the right thing and, you know, not say anything at all. If I don't, you know, have anything to say that I'm scared people might, you know, not agree with, but being a friend, having a friend like Demi kind of allows you to feel confident to just say whatever you're feeling and um yeah she's just so awesome so supportive um we we just have a really good time together and I'm just really blessed by her support and love and that I'm able to give that back to her and um I know that we'll be friends forever I love that you said like you know you guys fell in love with each other like friendships at the beginning because I always say that when people are like the bachelor and bachelorette doesn't result in love like that often I'm like no there are so many like relationships the loves of my life are my girlfriends that like I met from the show so I love that you said that because oh, there yeah. always is love coming out of the show Demi and I would <laughs> would joke as we watched the show on Colton season we'd be like actually the best love story that's come out of the show is us <laughs> that's <laughs> we, what we used to say too Absolutely. yeah we're like it's it's me and you, Timmy. Um, but, and I love that people love our friendship because we are just so supportive of each other. And if anybody's like trolling her, I've got her back. If anybody's beaming to me, she's got mine. As but, it should be. Yeah. She's yeah. the best. So we see Demi on Bachelor in Paradise come um, chat with you and, and open up to you about uh, her sexuality, which uh, was that the first time that she had talked to you about it? No. Um, we we had talked about it before. Um, after this Colton season, um, but I always knew that she was very open to many different types of relationships, and um, so it was it wasn't really a surprise for me when we had that conversation that everyone saw on the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise because I knew that she had had relationships in the past. And, you know, I am supportive of whatever makes Demi happy. And I want her to have the best experience on Bachelor in Paradise, however that may be. If that's with a guy, if that's with a girl, I am just looking forward to Demi finding somebody that she can see spending the rest of her life with. And whoever that is, I just hope that we can get along because we're going to be, uh, have to be best friends too. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so it wasn't really a a surprise for me. Um, but it also, 
I don't know, like, it wasn't something like we just always talked about, but I was, I was surprised that she was openly talking about it with everyone because it's not like she was hiding it, but. Right. It's it was, a big deal to bring it up exactly. on a, a platform like The Bachelor. That. It was like, it wasn't, she didn't have to bring it up for the world to know. And so I think that's what's so amazing and courageous about Demi is that she is taking her personal life. That's really something that a lot of people are that well, it resonates with a lot of people and kind of bringing that to light. And that's so strong and so brave of her. And I think it's awesome. It's bringing, it's bringing a conversation into uh, the bachelor franchise that I feel like it's needed to happen and, and showing different types of relationships. So really proud of her in that way too. Well, you answered my next question that I was going to ask you about what do you think this means for the future of the franchise? Just because the franchise gets knocked for not being diverse on so many different levels. Hashtag Mike for Bachelor. And I think that, what <laughs> um, do you think that with the this, what Demi is doing that she's maybe setting, you know, uh, something new, something new is bound to happen in the Bachelor franchise that maybe um, her example will allow other people to come out and maybe we'll see more type of relationships um, that mirror this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll even, and I'm not saying like, Oh, look at me, my season, but I think it, it really shows where the direction of just the franchise is going. Talking like we're talking about sex openly. We're talking about faith. We're talking about, um, and this has been happening for a while. We've been moving the needle in the right direction for a while, but it's, it's really now it's like, we're, we're changing the game now truly with Demi and her relationship. And I think um, watching this season of Bachelor in Paradise unfold will kind of show us where this franchise is going. And I hope we continue to not, not just like fantasize about what love is because love can be messy and, and it's not just this cookie cutter thing of this perfect fairy tale. I mean, there is going to be drama, but it's not always just like this catty drama. It's, it's trying to figure out what you want in life, who you love, why you love them. And it might be different than something that you've ever had before. And, and what conversations go into play about trying to figure that out and let's stop like going beating it around the bush because it might be something controversial like if this is going to be real life true love stories then let's talk about real life stuff yeah how you say love is messy I mean one thing too and I think you said you know Demi's been there for you throughout your journey as the bachelorette which is so beautiful but like you're gonna unfortunately we live in a world where not everybody's going to be nice Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to be right back there for her because she's going to deal with a lot this season. I think she is so brave and I know she's not talking about her sexuality necessarily to uh, like to do anything. She's doing it for herself, Mm -hmm. I would assume. Right. But she is going to change so many lives. She's going to help so many people, but she's also going to face so much criticism, which is awful but she's gonna need you right there for her and through all of that are you worried as her friend like what she's about to face uh I know how bad the criticism can be I mean if you go look at my Instagram or any social there's 20,000 comments of just just pure 
just mean people just wanting mm-hmm. to put out some their opinions about something they don't even know and they don't even know me and she's going to get yeah she's going to get it too but for me I first of all I didn't have time to look at that stuff so I guess they're just doing it for their own good because I really didn't have time I was too busy good doing my own thing but um I think that she is such a strong woman that yeah, could it sting a little bit? Sure. But she's going to be come out on top with this and I'm going to be there for her. And yes, it's going to be over different topics um, and what our relationships and what we we're going through on a sh- this show or this franchise has been different. But I'm glad that in a way there's a silver lining to me having been through a lot of cri- criticism because I can truly relate to her and be there for her and sometimes you just need somebody to like you don't need people to say I'm so sorry and and feel bad for you you just need somebody to just sit there with you and freaking throw things at walls or um make fun of the people who think they know what they're talking about it's not you don't need somebody to 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 make you feel oh poor me and I think that's how she is too we need to like rally around like we're doing the best thing for ourselves and I know she's doing the best thing um for her happiness and I'll be there through it thick and thin Hannah other than Demi because I know you're watching Paradise um who else because some of your guys or a few of your guys actually are on Paradise this week one of some of the first Mm -hmm. people to hit the beach who else are you excited to hopefully see find love in Paradise um I'm excited. Don't you for... dare say JPJ. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I do want JPJ to find love. You don't want JPJ to find love? I don't know if JPJ knows what he's there to find on the beach <laughs> after I, I watching either... this week. So, <laughs> Maybe some board shorts. <laughs> look, I love when JPJ uh, is on my television screen. And he is... The conversations that I had with him were always so fascinating. I don't know what planet he's from. So I he hope he can either. find another alien <laughs> to love. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, of course, like Mike and I had a great relationship. And so I want happiness for him. And so I hope that he can find um, somebody that he's Rachel doesn't with. want him to f- meet somebody on oh. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hannah, let's talk about that. I mean, seriously, because everybody gets asked this question about how you feel about your guys being the mm-hmm. Bachelor. Like, who who do you want to be the next Bachelor? Just That's, say it. No, Just, I, You won't hurt anybody's feelings. Just say it. No, because I don't. I, I, I think that Peter or Mike would be great. I think, but it would be totally different seasons. So, so it's just 100%. Yeah, <laughs> this is my thought, Rachel. Remember when we talked about this on our first podcast? Um, I said that I wanted it to be Peter very strongly um, because I didn't feel like we knew Mike well enough. Well, here's the thing. Mike's going to be on Paradise. No. So we're going to get a chance to know Mike. I, so if Mike holds up, I I could see myself getting on the Mike for Bachelor train if we get to know him better. I definitely have opinions on that, but I'll I'll reserve them while we have Hannah here so I can ask more questions of Hannah. So Hannah, I found it quite interesting that you didn't mention Tyler 
as so you don't think he would be a good bachelor i he's not my pick so i mean i agree with you at this point you don't think tyler would be a good bachelor i mean i think he is uh um i mean i think he likes to date around so maybe he would be a good bachelor (laughs) (laughs) i mean I'm trying not to go there, but you're kind of opening the doors for us. Um, I mean, at this point, I mean, he is he has been on some dates. I'm sure you've heard about them. I don't know if you care to even comment on them or talk about them. Um, But I guess my question is like, and again, if you don't want to go there, you don't have to. We want to be completely respectful of you. Um, But you had a, a date with him, which we all saw. Like, do you feel at all a little bit hurt? by like him going on dates right after that? Um, let me think of how I want to answer this. Yeah. Think okay. about it. I, he has every right to do whatever he wants to, um, because we were, you know, just hanging out, seeing where it goes. Um, and I am completely fine with that. And, uh, you know, I think. But just because he had the right doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Well, yeah. You know, kind of like the Blake situation. He had the right to sleep with Kaylin and then sleep with Christina the next day. They weren't, he was in an exclusive relationship, but that doesn't mean it's not hurtful. Yeah, totally. I think uh, it's more of like private conversations. It, it, it was a little conf- confusing, but. Um, you know, he can do whatever he wants to, and I know that I can too, and I am going to continue going onward and upward, and I just, I just think that, you know, I've made it very clear, which sometimes, like, I I have no shame of saying that I have been very honest, like, yeah, I had feelings, totally did, totally still had, still have feelings, but at the same time, I um, am not tied to any man or tied to Tyler, and I'm not going to be. And everything that I said that I feel like I want, deserve, and the type of respect that I want from a man, um, I still believe that. And I still am going to hold those standards for any man in my life. And so I'm going to wait on a man to give me that. Good for you, Hannah. Okay, you guys, we have more with Hannah coming up right after this. Let me say something real quick about Ty. Go ahead, girl. Because I got (laughs) your back when it comes to this. Now, Allie and I have talked about this before. It's the lead who determines how, quote, unquote, cool somebody is, right? Mm -hmm. Because You're the person to take them as far. If you would have sent Tyler home night one, maybe he would have been a grocery store Joe. Most likely he would not have been. So it is you technically who got him to where he is. It is you, Hannah, that got him the two million followers that he has at the moment. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I think it's a little bit disrespectful that he... Listen, you're in the public eye, right? People freaking know where you live at this point. You're you're learning it the the hard and fast way about what it's like to be thrown yeah. 
you know, in, in this whole mess. So now people know where you live. They've taken pictures of you guys hanging out. Something you guys wanted to keep private is now out here on Front Street. Tyler's aware of that as well. And now he's going on a world tour, dating people in public. Like, I guess I find it disrespectful. It's kind of like, bruh, slow your roll. You you preach, you're on Twitter, you know, talking about Hannah's the queen and preaching you know, about respect, but then yeah. you're being a little disrespectful by dating her in such a public or, or dating other people in such a public way where, you know, it's going to get so much attention. I think that's my beef with it. I and think um, that's again, my Anna, beef with it too. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. You know, we talk about this. I won't let you have to say the, the, the nasty stuff. I'll say mm-hmm. it for you. But I think that that's what really bothers me when it comes to how he's handling this. He's fully aware. He's fully aware of what's going on and what he's yeah, doing. And, and the thing is, I, um, I think it is like, I have no problem with, you know, we, we are not dating, dating at all. We hung out. Um, but we also had conversations of both like knowing that there's still something there. And when you have, um, when you are in the public eye, you do have to just be respectful of, of each other. And, um, yeah, I, I wish I would have got a little bit more than two days, but you know, it is okay. It is okay. And it is you're okay. going to be just fine. And I'm sure you're getting a lot of attention from other people. And I know you've been getting a lot of support from other celebrities, just, you know, fans of the show, of Bachelor Nation. You've turned a lot of people into fans when it comes to this franchise because you've had such a successful season. I'm just curious as to who has been the person or celebrity you've been most excited to hear from to support you as you're going through all of this. Oh, um, God, there's been like a, a lot that would have been, I don't, I mean, it's just crazy that like these people watch the show first of all and then like fans of mine but Demi Lovato has been like my girl she has supported me so much her mom is my west coast mom now and so I would say (laughs) for sure Demi uh, I mean two Demi's are better than one so I got got my two girls but (laughs) I would I'm just really glad to have a lot of women that are so um, empowered by themselves to help me in this time where I'm just taking on this new, um, life and just, I can learn a lot from, from her and how she's handled her ups and downs in life and just staying still like an empowered young female. So speaking of taking things on, would you consider taking on dancing with the stars? Oh, yeah, if that was, uh, yeah, I would love to do that. I think that'd be so fun. And did you do dance? Yeah, I I feel like you're a dancer. I danced, um, gosh, since I was like two years old. And then I, I, through high school, I danced, um, all the time at a dance studio. So definitely have a few, uh, tricks up my sleeve if I was to compete for that mirror ball trophy but um I don't know I think it would be a really good way for me to put my energy into something else right now yeah uh and I'm really I can be competitive and so I know that I would like give it my all but we'll see 
How are you feeling, just in general? Because, Hannah, you've gone through so much. Like, obviously, we're all past bachelorettes Mm -hmm. here. Like, we've all been there. But, like, I feel like you have really gone through a lot, especially with how things ended and everything. Like, how are you? Like, how's your mental health? It's it's so funny because sometimes how I I handle stuff, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but there are days where, like, I don't ever think, I don't think about it. I just, like, truck through and I'm, like, just singing some Lizzo, but not thinking about like anything, like just, just loving life. And <laughs> Lizzo then there are is days, definitely the way to do it. <laughs> and then there are days that I are just moments that I'm like, Oh my gosh, what just happened to me? What have I just been through? Did I just fight four wars? I don't, yes, I mean, you did. I'm just, I, it's been, it's been really hard. I'm not even going to pretend like it hasn't been. Because And there's so many layers to what's been hard. It And, yeah, there are days where I want to give myself a pity party. And then there are days where I'm like, I'm such a bad, I don't know if I can say. You can say, but you can say, you can say it. Okay. <laughs> I'm such a badass. Like, there's some days that I'm like, golly, you, know, you have grown so much. That you can handle this and just keep on trucking and and you're about to do so many incredible things. Like I'm giving myself pep talks like, dang, you just rocked that. You just killed that. And, but then the next day I'm still like, Oh my God, that was terrible. I mean, it's just like such a back and forth, but I think it's, I'm actually processing it the best way because I'm okay to be, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad and it's okay to, to be hopeful for the future. And I'm feeling all those things. Um, but I'm trying to make sure that the hope is the thing that outweighs the other stuff. Oh, you, you're killing it, Hannah. I'm not even concerned about you. Um, definitely continue to talk to yourself because that's a sign of genius and insanity. And I think everybody, <laughs> everybody should do it. I talk to myself all the time. Because you have been so much, and Allie asked such a great question in regards to that, and just checking on you and your mental health and how you're doing, what advice would you give? to future bachelorettes because you know a lot of people have talked about how relatable you were how they've been through something similar to what you went through and I think that people will look to you as to how they should can navigate this if they step in this role as bachelorette so what advice would you give uh forget that you're on a tv show and maybe that yeah I guess that's hard but I was always really concerned about, okay, I'm looking for a husband. So if I'm looking for a husband, it's my own spend the rest of my life with, I can't be trying to put on a persona for everybody else. So what would I do if it was just me with trying to go on dates? And the only way that I could do that was to shut everything out. And to be my real, true self. Because I didn't want, at the end of the day, to have a man get down on me. And then the next day, be like, okay, so all that was really just for camera. But this is actually me. I didn't want that to happen. So the whole time, I just stayed completely true to myself. Whether that was goofy, embarrassing, a little bit of a bitch. I didn't care. Like that's who I am. So you either love that or you don't. And if you don't, then you can get out. 
And I think that's what you have to do if you're the bachelorette. If you're really taking it seriously like I was and how you should be, it's take advantage of the opportunity that you have to really find somebody that wants to be with you forever and show them you. And then hopefully you'll get somebody true um, and showing their real true self in return. Um, Hannah, we are just one. Thank you for joining us. And we are just so happy to see this this incredible, strong woman that you have not only portrayed, but even grown into. Um, So thank you so much for being here with us. Well, thank you all. I'm I'm excited that I was able to talk to you girls and uh, hope to see you all soon. You will. We have to have you back. so small. Thanks for being here. All right, bye guys. Bye. bye. Well, Rach, that was fun. This, this this time goes by too fast. It does. We, we, it, time flies when you're having fun, and I have such a good time talking to you, Allie, and then anybody who comes on the show to sit and interview with us. All right, we just want to thank you guys again for listening. I mean, we get so many emails at happyhour at bachelornation.com um, with your thoughts on these past two episodes and know that we are just doing our best over here. We're working out kinks, but we're also having a lot of fun, and it sounds like you guys are loving it too. And we want to hear from you guys, so tell us what you like and don't like about the show. You can tell us what you want to hear more of as well. We're, we're all ears, so email us at happyhour at bachelornation.com or visit bachelornation.com and click podcast. And thank you guys so much much for listening we appreciate all the support and don't forget you can subscribe to our podcast bachelor happy hour you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you are listening right now thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back next week with an all-new episode of bachelor happy hour so this year i'm really focused on my health sticking to a routine and that's why i've been loving symbiotica symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health they don't use any seed oils no preservatives or toxins in their supplements they source the best ingredients from all around the world and they're super easy to take when you're on the go they also taste good i try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that i always include is taking my supplements every single day i've been taking these symbiotica supplements and loving them my goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning. I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym. I'm more alert. I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.